Paving the Way podcast. Welcome to 5-Minute Mondays with your host, Medusa. Come listen to some fascinating stories, affirmations, wisdom, and even a few interviews of people that have paved the way and are paving the way in their journey of success. Listen to their timeline of adversities from traumas to triumph. And also listen to some guidance of life and even a few workshops of living your best life, digging deep and understanding the science of happiness, learning how to bounce back, the art of being present, seven reasons to be mindful, the power of gratitude, and so much more. Paving the Way Podcast with your host, Medusa. Hey guys, hi, hello, thanks for showing up, thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in, thanks for subscribing, downloading, liking, and comments. Woohoo! Alright, so freaking awesome. It's growing little by little. I love my little community, I love my tribe, and I absolutely love talking to you guys. Uh, first of all, it is Sunday, and I believe it's the 26th. And I just want to reflect on a lot of things today. I squeezed my husband and told him I loved him multiple times. And I couldn't imagine just tragedy like losing him and a child all in the same day and us Americans and people around the world lost a legend today Kobe Bryant and he was in the helicopter with his daughter and it crashed with a few other people and it's so sad I couldn't imagine what the mother well Vanessa is going through I just, my heart hurts. I, like, got teary-eyed and cried, and he was so young, 41, and young, beautiful family, a seven-month-old baby, and, wow, guys, life is short. Every time something happens, I, I'm really thinking about things and reflecting on things. My life, this life, What's coming ahead? What's not? And being in now, you know, we are fighting for so much and we are in a world of change. It's changing drastically. It's really loud. Our change is something supreme like like it never has before. We are looking for leaders with truth and honesty, dignity. We all need to step up. We all need to step up so people can hear our voice. We need to lead ourselves and be our own leader of leadership, first and foremost, and help others along the way. And I think 
us coming together as a nation. Now I know it's never going to be 100%. But I think with life and the way it is and what's going on right now, it's pretty prevalent that there are major changes that are so powerful that could change everything in just a blink and it's upsetting to so many and I'm not even going to get political but we need a damn good leader to lead all of us in this country that loves this country that loves the people I am so tired and angry at the bicker back and forth between oh all the different <laughs> oh and it just total circle today just full circle of life and death how short it is kept telling myself this ain't no fucking rehearsal Deborah enjoy today embrace today eat what the fuck you want love how hard you want do what you want and do it well if you're not liking something in life it's so damn short to just suck it up remember that old saying I used to say it suck it up I don't know about sucking up anymore. It's not, things have changed. And I will not suck anything up like, well, besides if I stub my toe or <laughs> then you're going to have to suck it up. But I will not suck it up as far as other people's debaucheries and political bullshit gains. And I will not suck it up just to be liked. I will not suck it up to gain somebody's like on my social media and or suck it up just to be something or a part of somebody. I am done waiting for things that I think that might go or happen or you've worked so hard for so many years and you need to um, cool your fanny and not say anything for the fear of upsetting the situation or the people or it's just been the old norm for so long in the past. That shit don't fly with me or too many people anymore. And... It's all about change now, people. This world is moving fast. It's going to get tons faster. Even so, this is where people are feeling so overwhelmed because of the drastic change. Everyone keeps trying to blame it on social media and the internet. But yes, that has more than 50% to do with it because that's where basically our whole life is at. And oof, you just got to roll with it. Or you're going to roll out of it, depending on what you're doing in life for career or personal. So I'm still choosing to be active in my business life because I enjoy it. But let me tell you, I feel so overwhelmed sometimes that I've got to learn to be more mindful 
of many things and learning more of what those qualities are. So in today's um, podcast, Five Minute Mondays, Paving the Way, guys, um, uh, we're going to talk about a couple different subjects. And I think it's really apropos to what's going on. And this one is about seizing the day. (laughs) And um, I thought it was quite interesting. So... Um, the the best year of the best years of our lives is made up of a succession of best days, but most of us will forget today by the time tomorrow comes. <laughs> so, like for a day to have enough impact that we'll actually remember it in a year's time, we must consciously intend to make it memorable. So, like I said, live your day. Live it to the fullest. If you're unhappy, change it, people. I know there's so, I know I've been there out there. I can hear some people saying, well, I got to stick with my job and it fucking sucks and I ain't making enough money, but it just works in the pattern. And if you're that miserable, you will not believe when you make a drastic change and face fear and you don't know the unknown, you will not believe what starts to unravel for you. There are more opportunities with the chances and the fears that you that you face and you take. Trust me. Just trust me and do it. It may not be easy at first, but the end result is what is so amazingly good. Yum, yum, yum. So good. It really is. Remember the journey, people. The journey. So... We have to travel outside our normal comfort zones and purposely create an emotional charge that's strong enough to remember. So what activity could you plan for one day this week that would be so special that you'll remember it for the rest of your life? Do that. Try something. You know, pick one day this week when your schedule allows for some unstructured time. And then now ask yourself, if I were to, if I were going to seize this day and live it with such passion that I'm sure to remember it in a year's time, what will you do? What will you do? If that one thing, if you're going to live for the day and change the world or seize the day, What activity would you do or plan for one day this week that would be so awesome that you'd remember it for the rest of your life? I could think of a hundred things. Oh my God. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm just like reminiscing in my head. Oh yeah. Lots of good things. But okay guys, so here, here are some ideas to get you, um, rolling. So, oh my God, this one's great. I think this is phenomenal. All right, you ready? Fill your best friend's house with flowers. Just go in there, fill up a bunch of vases, wildflowers or anything, and just say, I think you're the best friend ever. 
Thank you for everything you do and support me. Wouldn't that be cool? Or you could surprise somebody at work and take them out to lunch. Or call up a friend and say, I'd like to take you out to dinner. Or take them to the park. Or just sit down with them and chat and have tea. Something out of the ordinary. Home-cooked meal. You could find out about a household project that a friend or a family member needs or somebody in need. Or they, they, they've been putting it off or they need your help. They don't have enough money. And organize a work party, you know, to get it done. Oh, that's pretty cool. Can you just think outside the box, people, and do something that will leave a lasting impression in the hearts of all of who participate. Now go get it. <laughs> go seize your freaking day. So I just thought that was kind of cool. And um, since we're talking a little bit about mindfulness, let's just roll. Let's just roll right into that. Okay. So let's, let's think of a few qualities and so some of these qualities um, are not only going to guide you toward mindful living, but they can become part of who you are and how you see the world. Think of them as attitudes, principles, and even mindsets that support and strengthen mindfulness. Okay? So there's awareness. Arises when you are alert and awake to whatever is in the moment-to-moment flow of the immediate experience. When you are present, you are aware. Awareness. Um, a beginner's mind is seeing things as if for the first time, with openness, being receptive, and curiosity. Seeing with fresh eyes can bring back a sense of wonder and awe to people and situations and moments that have become ordinary, which then invites gratitude. It invites gratitude and joy. But think about that. Beginner's mind. You know, sometimes we just take everything for granted, what's in our house and what we're doing and everyday routine. Just sit down and look the other way when you're looking out the window or go a different route to the coffee shop or You'll never believe on what you see in a beginner's mind. Some, some, diff- just a lot of different stuff. It's kind of eye-opening, trust me. Um, acceptance um, is a capacity of willingness to see things as they really are. Acceptance sets the stage for letting go. That's pretty powerful, right? Insight. Insight is kind of a... Uh, we say in the coaching world, an aha moment of clarity. <laughs> Mindful awareness helps you, well, it helps you see cause and effect in everything that you do. And it helps you develop wisdom about how things work. Insight can be pretty deep. It takes an open-minded person to really dig deep and see the inside of it. Um, um, then there's interconnection. Um, 
how about it, it's a recognition that we are dependent on each other and an awareness of how we affect our habitat and those around us and compassion i mean it is attending to the experience of of suffering with the wish to alleviate it um there is generosity and compassion guys and you can ask yourself what would be best served here you know what would best serve here you know gratitude guys this seems to be a word that's flying around a lot gratitude gratitude you hear people saying it and you're wondering you know god damn i mean i mean god i said god darn god darn you know just i don't know i just think people use it too freely without even realizing what it means but it comes from directing attention to what is good with appreciation for it. Gratitude generates the sense of I have enough. A springboard for generosity. Yeah. Think about that for a minute. A lot of people don't realize what it really means. I mean, I just, I think it's just amazing. Ugh. And there's a few more um, mindful qualities, but I just think those are really important. Uh, also, there's a mental like training basic. So it's kind of like mindful breathing. So like if so following following your breath as you inhale and exhale is the basic mindfulness meditation practice that trains attention cultivates awareness settles the mind and calms the body and uh, i mean you will learn so much about other anchors as you just keep listening just keep listening but remember that breathing is always available to you always and is an anchor for attention that you can use wherever you are when your mind wanders return it to your anchor back to the, the center and strengthen your ability to direct stabilize and sustain your focus the f- just just hear me out i'm going to mention a few steps and that can help you calm yourself and come back to the present okay just listen number 1 pay attention to the sensation that accompany breathing that accompanies your breathing okay so just pay attention to the sensations feel the air coming in through the nose and your chest or abdomen rising and falling now when i'm running i've i always run like through my nose breathing in and then i take deep breaths within my nose and my lungs fill out and I push really hard with my stomach like I push my belly button all the way back to my spine and get out all that old seat that's that old old breath nastiness right and then number two recognize when your mind wanders then gently return your attention to your breath now we all wander you know shiny objects but then bring it back 
and gently return your attention to your breath. See what happens. Number three, follow the full circle of breathing and stay present for the inhale. In through the nose. And exhale. Out through the mouth and pushing your belly button all the way back to your spine and the space in between the breaths. Number four, use helpful words. You can try ones like in, out, here, calm. Or count breaths to support your attention as you inhale and exhale because that's really important. And then just scan your body. I mean, just scanning your body is is a way to systematically like move attention through your body one part at a time. So like when, um, you know, I'm doing yoga classes and you were laying there in Savasana and you're just relaxed and I get people to come around towards, you know, at the end, start wiggling the toes, move the ankles and up through your calves and to your knees. Feel your knees to the middle of your thighs and thighs to your hip bones. And then it just works your way all the way up, just scanning your body. So most people are disconnected from their bodies. But as you practice the body scan, you can get better at it, distinguishing like emotions by recognizing the physiological (laughs) of um, sensations that give rise to them. So emotions begin in the body. Like, for example, all right, a clenched stomach might signal fear. Emotions are physical responses to stimuli. Whether they are someone's beaming, happy laugh or a sudden car horn or a surprise phone call, as you become more familiar with your inhibiting your body, with inhibiting your body, It becomes a rich source of data that can inform and guide decisions. I am not kidding, people. I talk a lot about intuition. Family, friends in the past, now with clients, intuition is big. But as soon as you can start scanning your body and get to know each part and learn about what these emotions are, you're going to find yourself in a much better, more mindful place. Okay? So, number one, if you start scanning your body, start in a position that is alert and relaxed. And then, okay, okay, so that means um, just picture yourself sitting there, cross your legs. You can put your hands with your palms up on top of your knees with your thumb and your um, first finger, your pointer, pointer finger together, lightly touching. This is a yoga pose like a meditation. Okay, this is really good for grounding. So gently close your eyes if you like. Feel the full support of the floor or the chair beneath your body. All right, you're just sitting there. You're feeling your butt bones to the floor. And your legs are crossed and everything is comfortable. And begin with breathing. Allow your breath to flow naturally. And then just flow easily in and out of your out of your body excuse me I get the hiccups so 
If you become distracted or your mind wanders, remember wander, just bring it back during the body scan. Bring your attention back to your breath and then pick up where you left off. And meditation is going to get so much easier. People find and say, oh my God, I can't meditate. I can't sit there and my mind's wandering. Okay, at five o'clock, I got to start dinner. I got to pick up the kids up. Oh, hell no. When you're meditating, you're scanning your body, body and you're breathing. All of this is one in one. It's so mindful. And I meditate. And I think of a third eye. And I'm looking through the forehead and a beam way out there. My eyes are closed. And pretty soon I'm just seeing this like way, way up in the mountains. And I'm looking way into the mountains. And I'm just sitting there. And I've got one spot in between two mountains. And everything else around me starts becoming more and more dense. The sounds get quieter. And I can relax. And I was just doing that. I was just closing my eyes and doing that. And it was like falling into meditation. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm die. oh my God, that's amazing. But it takes a lot of practice. It really does. And don't get frustrated. Start with five minutes. You know, no distractions, no music, no dogs, no kids, no cat. G- grab your own time. You can have to go sit in a damn closet. <laughs> do it and continue this process for your whole body you know up and down from your head to your toes scanning breathing um be aware of your body um uh, meditation is amazing so i don't know i just wanted to share all of that stuff with you guys and how much you know being mindful is so important and um it's just all about meditation you know take a 5 minute meditation We'll talk about that too, maybe next week and how to do that. It's just, it really can set the tone for the day and, um, and just lead you into an, an amazing positive day. All right, guys, peace out. Um, it's late. It's one twenty AM. It is Monday, five minute Mondays, guys. Enjoy. If you have any questions, go to my website, medusa.com, M-A-D-U-S-A.com and fill out the um you'll see it on every page on the bottom just fill all of that out um i think there's a place on there to ask a question um and uh, we get your emails i would love to um hit you back also don't forget on fit on the little button on the website fit uh, my new coaching program's coming out i'm so excited guys i've been working for the last five years (laughs) and um yeah excited all right, guys, have an amazing day, amazing week. Um, I'm going to Australia here this next Sunday, so I'm going to drop it probably Saturday night. Um, so you have it on Monday. And until then, I'll be down under. Have a great one. Um, going down to Australia for my monster trucks. And um, I'm definitely going to go visit um, some sanctuaries, Um kangaroos koalas um i'll keep you all informed all right much love until next week see ya